Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey traders, Akil Stokes here and welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. As always, I appreciate the support. I appreciate you guys taking a few minutes out of your day to listen to my words of wisdom. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about fear. We're going to talk about energy and how you can use your energy to find solutions instead of making excuses. I just had a wonderful conversation with a trader on Facebook who was trying to find out how to take a profitable strategy and turn it into a business. As always, if you like what you hear, do me a favor, subscribe, rate, leave me a review, and please give this a share on social media. Thank you. I'll tell you what, guys. A lot of you guys give me a lot more credit than I probably deserve. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the fact that You've been in love with the podcast. You, you've, you've thought the topics have been amazing. So many people have reached out saying, Akil, this one, you know, touched me. It hit the heart right at home. And, you know, how did you know to talk about this? Are you in my head? And I wish I could take credit for it, but I can't really. What I use for this podcast is nothing more than the daily conversations that I have with you guys, you know, I'm very available on social media, Instagram, Facebook, the Twitter. Obviously, I, I talk to a, a select group of traders each and every day in a live trading environment as well. But, you know, if you just imagine the amount of emails I get or the amount of conversations that I get asking questions, it's very uncommon that any particular question is, is suited just for one individual. The, the cool thing that we this year we started uh, kind of a trading community. And the cool thing about that is traders get to realize that, hey, I'm not the only one going through this. You know, this person over here is doing the same thing. This person over here is doing the same thing. Kind of a misery loves company. So never feel shy about asking questions, guys. Never feel shy about, you know, asking for advice, sharing your opinion, because, well, if it's a, a topic that I feel could become entertaining and it's valuable, I will put it in a podcast. And of course, as long as you're subscribed and you make sure to check them out every Monday and Thursday, you won't miss it. But <laughs> I had to do a shameless plug. I had to, right? Uh, I don't I don't shamelessly plug my, uh, my trading company, so I got to shamelessly plug something, right? But today's episode is going to focus on a conversation that I'm currently having on Facebook right now. So if you hear a little ding in the background, that's it. And... The conversation covers a few different layers. Um, as of this moment, I, I'm recording right off the top of my head as usual. I don't know what route we're going to go to, but I know I want to talk about making excuses and how so many of us are quick to make excuses, um, but very slow to find solutions. I'm a, I'm a big 
believer in, you know, our body has a certain amount of energy, right? How many of you guys are, you know, I'm in my 30s, so I grew up with the, the Sega Genesis and the, the Sega Saturn and PlayStation games, the fighting games where, you know, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and you've got that energy bar at the top, even the, the side-scrolling ones like Ninja Gaiden and, uh, you know, Double Dragon. Ooh, the classics, right? You have that little energy bar at the top, right? And, you know, each time you get hit, your energy goes down. Each time you find like a piece of food, whatever, your energy goes up. And I really think of life like that. I think of life as each and every day, we start the day with a certain amount of energy. So we start the day with a very full bar. Hopefully, if you got enough sleep last night. If you didn't, maybe you start halfway. But we start with a full bar of energy. And in each day or each decision that we make throughout the day, and of course, the, the day in itself, right? we start to use up that bar of energy. So if we have a, a business meeting where you have to come together with a project or a presentation, right? It takes a certain amount of energy to do that. If you're an athlete, you go out to run, uh, that takes a certain amount of energy. If you know, Even small stuff like watching TV, right? That takes a certain amount of energy because you're taking energy away from doing something else. And I've always been a firm believer of that. If you're, everything takes energy. So whether you're finding a solution or you're making an excuse, it still takes energy. It takes energy to find a solution to a problem. It takes energy to create an excuse for why you can't solve a problem. So if you're gonna use energy no matter what, guys, use it in the positive direction. And I was talking to a trader here who is, um, he's got a, a system that is good um, from what I know, from what he says. I'll, I'll, you know, I don't go and critique traders' systems. Um, that's their job to do that. Um, I'll give you hints and, and tips and whatnot if I'm working closely with you, but I'm not going to backtest your system and tell you if it's profitable. That's, you know, you're accountable for that. But the trader says he has a system that's good. He's a good trader, whatnot. The problem is, long story short, he doesn't have a lot of money. We run into a lot of traders like this. Um, many traders, well, another topic for another day, many traders believe that well, we'll get into that. He doesn't have a lot of money. So he's thinking about different ways to generate money. And here's the cool thing about trading. And I can talk from personal experience. Once you become good at what you do, people will throw money at you, right? So getting money isn't the hard part. Becoming good and consistently good is the hard part. Once you're consistently profitable, right? It's so easy to get money. I mean, you can, you can do anything from working another job, right? Get another job, put in more hours, earn a separate paycheck, right? Saving money isn't that hard. Um, it basically, you spend less than you make, right? Pretty simple. I can go off forever. There's another topic called the latte factor, which I read in this awesome book called The Automatic uh, Millionaire. I'll save that for another episode, but that has to do with tracking how much you spend and eliminating the small little expenses, but spend less than you make right? And you will save money. Start making more, continue to spend less or the same amount, and you will make more money, right? You can get loans from banks. Or if you're successful in the trading industry, there are many people out there that will throw you money to be a part of their signal service, subscription service, whatever they're trying to sell to other people. And of course, you can grow your own business as well. You can grow your business as an educator. You can start uh, doing money management. You can start a subscription service, a signal service, what have you. And we got onto the track, right? We were talking about um, investing and how to gain investors. I said, well, you know what? Once you have a good track record, you'll be able to find some investors. And 
the guy was like, well, you know what? By the time I have a good track record, I might as well just trade my own money, which got me interested because it takes a massive amount of money to trade full time. People think, uh, I don't know why this is, I, I, it gets me to this day, but many people are under the assumption that, hey, if I have a couple thousand dollars in my account, that's going to be enough to be a full time trader. And I urge you, if you think that way, to gain a more realistic expectation of what type of returns can actually be made in the market. Ignore the internet, ignore the jets and the girls and the yachts and the, the Rolexes, right? That is not true. Maybe for a, for a very, very small percentage of trader, but your, uh, <laughs> your average and your above average professional trader, and I'm not just talking about a retail trader, but someone that works for a bank or a prop firm, you can ask them, you're not going to make a lot of money with a couple thousand. Right. In my opinion, and it's going to depend on your lifestyle. Obviously, someone that lives in, uh, you know, New York City that's that is sending their kid to private school is, is going to their lifestyle is a lot more expensive than someone that just graduated from college, lived in a small city and rooms with three other roommates. <clears throat> Me. Right. <laughs> and has no problem eating ramen noodles uh, and peanut butter sandwiches every day, has no car notes, has no family to take care of. Basically, minimum needs. Right. There's a big difference between that. So you want to adjust this off of your lifestyle, figure out what it actually takes for you to live on a, a consistent basis. But the number I always come up with for to live comfortably is you probably need about $200,000 in your account to live 100% full-time off of your trading. <gasps> I know. I've shocked some of you. I, I've offended even more. You were talking about a kill. I don't need that much. I can trade full time with 10,000, 5,000, 2,000. And the ultimate answer to that is going to be check your numbers. Check your numbers. Again, measure out what you need to survive, what your bills and living expenses are. Measure out what you can actually pull from the market based on your trading statistics. And also keep in mind that you don't just need to create enough money to remove that that amount from your account each and every month to pay for your living expenses but you also have to be able to keep putting money into your account because if your account doesn't grow it will drain how because you're removing money each and every month and unless you're a trader that never goes through a drawdown I mean you never go through a period where you lose money right if you're draining your account from the markets and you're draining your account for your living expenses, right? That average ROI, right? That 3% return, I guess if you're if you're thinking you can trade off of $10,000 that that 50% return a month is going to be different when your $10,000 account is down to $6,000. And then you have to take even more out and you just slowly bleed your account. So, you need enough to again be able to take enough out on a consistent basis that you're comfortable yet enough to keep stacking into your account so you can grow it and grow it and get to the next position sizing. And I was talking to this trader and we didn't go into details about that, but he was talking to me and saying, hey, you know, I've got, I've got a, what, $40 in an account right now, I think it was, I could be wrong, $40,000 in account right now. And I asked, well, how long, well, what is your opinion of a huge account? And he said a couple thousand. And I just don't think that's enough to trade full time. So if you're in that position, the only question that you should have is how can I raise money? Because the faster that I can raise money, the faster I can grow my account. Right now, not only are you making profits from your trading, 
but you're making profits from your business. And essentially that goes on to what I talked about earlier, where if you want to make more money, spend less, earn more. And earning more can come from a second job. Boom. Trading is one job. Your trading business is another job. So we went down that route and we talked about, well, how about to try and get some investors? Because that's what he talked about before. Have you got good numbers? You said your trading strategy is good. Put it together. Go out there and, and, and get some investors. You say, you know what? That's just not, well, how do you get investors? Right? And back when I did it, I, I did it old school, right? I, I did it basically think like a door to door, right? I actually, I physically visited people. I, I sat down. I gave them my spiel. And at the end, I asked for referrals. So, you know, we'd sit down. We'd talk for about a half an hour. I'd show them the graphs. I'd, I'd let them know about the opportunity, show them how much I charge. And then eventually they would say no. And I'd be like, okay, well, can you give me a list, a list of 10 people that you think may say yes or may be interested? And that's how you grow your list. And then you repeat the process over and over again. You visit them, they say no, you get more names. You visit the next person, they say no, you get more names, right? You no, 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 no. Names, 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 names. It sucks, right? It's depressing. It's depressing, <laughs> to say the least. The cool thing is, all you need is one yes. So you can get 99 no's. If you get a yes on the 100th try, Boom, that's all it takes. And if you perform with that one yes, right? If you prove yourself with that one yes, oh, the, the rest will come. There's this guy right now, I'm a sports nerd, right? For the Golden State Warriors, world champion Golden State Warriors, the best team in the NBA, maybe not this season, but over the last couple of years. And they've got a bunch of injuries, including their, their best player, uh, one of their best players, uh, Steph Curry. So they've brought in this guy named Quinn Cook. Right. He plays in like a, a minor league NBA. Uh, he plays for their minor league team, essentially. Right. Their second division team for you guys that are familiar with uh, soccer. And he's come in over the last month or so and he's played his behind off. Right. He got his opportunity on the big stage and he is taking advantage of it. Right. So, so many other teams said no. None of the other 30 teams in the NBA or 29 teams in the NBA decided to give him a chance. This team did. He came in. He is playing his behind off. And guess what? He's going to get a contract next year. I guarantee it. Because he took advantage of the one team that was willing to take a chance on. So all it takes is one yes, guys. All it takes is one yes. But when we went on to talk about this subject, the trader started giving excuse after excuse after excuse for why he couldn't get investors. And I told him the easy route. I said, hey, go on social media. That's how people connect these days. Go on social media. Go, you know, start a LinkedIn account. Market yourself. Get on Instagram. Start hopping in the DMs, right? You're going to be that annoying person. But again, all you're looking for is one yes. And that's, that's a lot easier to do, right? And a lot less time consuming than going office to office trying to get customers. And the response I got was, yeah, well, you know what? That's just not my type of personality. I'm not really a, a, a social butterfly. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm not going to, this, the podcast is labeled clean on iTunes. So I'm not going to use the word, but it's a, it's a, a body part in the lower region of the male, right? I'm sort of a, yeah. 
And I'm like, well, look, that's just an excuse. Stop making excuses and find solutions. If you feel like you are not the type of person that has the personality to sit down and talk to people in order to grow your business, well, then become that person. What's stopping you but yourself? You guys want to hear a secret? Many of you guys see my face all the time on YouTube, right? I know it hurts your eyes. I appreciate you watching me. But you see my face all the time on YouTube. I am not a social butterfly at all. I absolutely hate being on camera. This podcast is a lot more comfortable for me because I hate being on camera. That's just not my style. I'm not flashy. I'm low key. I'd rather just do my job in the shadows and, and have no one know about me. I don't want to be a celebrity. I don't want to be famous. It's a little worrisome that so many of you guys know so much about me from what I've put out there. That's just not me as a person. Now, I'm not anti-social. I know how to talk to people. I know how to do small talk, but I don't go out of my way to greet and talk and spark conversation with others especially if it's not something I want to talk about. Now, you guys would be a little bit different. If you guys come up and I, I know you watch me like, hey, Kia, I watch your YouTube videos. You want to talk a little bit about trading or entrepreneurship, right? Then we have common ground. I can have that conversation, but I'm not that guy at the party that's just walking up to random people saying, hey, right? That's not me. But in the business of trading, being a coach that has a trading business where in order for the trading business to be successful, I need to get clients. In order to get clients, they need to know that I have something to offer of value. And in order to show them that I have something to offer of value, every once in a while, I have to talk about myself and how great I am. <laughs> that was funny just hearing that. dreading talking about how great you are. Doesn't that seem kind of weird? But honestly, that's not my personality. So it is difficult for me to do. But I do it. And why do I do it? Because I have to. I didn't like walking up to random strangers and saying, hey, uh, Steve told me that you may be interested in my service. You mind if we set up a meeting? I hated doing that. But I did it. When I was growing up, I sold knives door to door, cut co knives. You think I liked going into people's houses and, and trying to convince them to buy a thousand dollar knife? No, I'm not a salesman. I am not a salesman. But you do what you have to do in order to earn success. And you have two choices. You make excuses or you make solutions. And we got to choose how we use that energy. And that's one of the big differences between those who fail and those who prevail. So next time you're, you're, you're faced with a decision, you're in a spot where you feel uncomfortable. I urge you, I encourage you, I dare you to do the uncomfortable thing. Go left when everyone else says go right. Say yes when everyone else says, say no. Do the opposite of your initial thought, because usually your initial thought is fear-based. Do the opposite of that for a week and see what type of results you come up with. I love it. Did you love it? 
If so, do me a favor, shoot me a tweet over on the Twitter and let me know what you thought about today's episode. Hopefully it was motivational, inspirational, encouraging, and also gave you a little bit of a a kick in the rear to get you on the right track. That is my goal here, to help you become a better version of yourself. And if I'm doing that, please subscribe, please share, please leave me a rating and a review. It absolutely means the world to me. I'll see you guys next episode.